planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jazz from Yellow Drive. This is Odorous from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome back to the show. My guest in the program now is one of the most hardworking people in the music industry and represents some of the biggest bands and labels in Australia like Nuclear Blast and Spine Farm. It's my good friend John Howarth from Bulletproof. Thanks for joining us tonight, man. Hey, Nate. How you doing, buddy? What's, what's happening up your way? Oh, not much. Just having a couple of beers and uh, talking to you about all things bulletproof and, of course, Devil You Know. We're going to be bulletproof in this industry, don't we, man? We know it's uh, we, we know all about it. You know, I've been around a long time. Unless you're bulletproof, uh, you, you're not going to go anywhere in this industry because it can become very cutthroat, as you know. So you just got to deflect and move on with it. You know, plenty, plenty of good things in the pipeline and plenty of good things happening now and. Uh, it, I'm actually enjoying this phase of, of my career and, you know, breaking bands like Kill or Be Killed and, you know, which has been a, a monster for us here and, you know, breaking them, you know, the biggest, highest charting in the world and having their first shows here and watching it build here and then effect on a global basis is, is phenomenal. Um, I could never have imagined the success we have with these guys and, you know, the next time around I think they're in for a top 10 record because the, the vibe on them and the buzz... Uh, they're the most number one talked about band on Soundwave, and um, you know it's it's incredible. And then just having to work with bands like Godsmack and you know Fear Factory again, and you know coming up we've got you know this year's going to be massive for nuclear with albums like by Slayer and Testament and Anthrax and Soilwork and uh, Children of Bottom, and you know it's it's going to be a massive year for us. And uh, there's a lot of good things coming up, a lot of great tours too. Uh, Opeth, Machine Head, Ace Freely, plenty of things coming up. So we're moving on. I don't know how you how you uh, do it, man. You're so busy all the time. You know, you've always got something awesome coming up. Well, I think I just put it down that you just get things done on the spot. You know, I've always had a good work ethic, and now there's a lot of pressure off me in a sense, business-wise. Um, it, it's the key. It's, it, it's the key to having a clear mind. And you know, we've all been through our uh, our issues in this industry, but you've just got to answer emails. You've just got to get back to it. And you know, and I've had a change of you know, a change of thinking in the business. And, you know, the fact is that while running my own business was just uh, something that always was a constant mess with your head and you always feel the pressure and the anxiety. And, you know, and then when you've got that off you, you sort of tend to, to let loose. And my, I don't question my work ethic and I build relationships uh, better than anyone in this industry. And, and that's the key to it. You know, if, if you you can't build relationships, you're dead in the water. And, and that's one thing I do is I base myself on my work ethic and my relationship building. And, um, that's how you move forward. That's why I always say, man, you're, you're the best in the biz because you make it very personal and, uh, you know, you become friends with a lot of people that I, I know and everyone speaks so highly of you and it's and it's all true, man. Even Max Cavalera said. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Max got up and, um, you know, toasted me and gave a speech at Killaby Field Dinner in Brisbane, which, uh, you know, they're the things you can't buy. I mean, to me, that's the thing that really hit home is when someone like Max Cavalera gets up and they're all emotional and they thank you and they toast you and, 
you know, that stuff doesn't happen, you know, and, and when it does, to me, it beats any money, it beats anything. But, it, you know, like I said, you've just got to have a good work ethic, you've got to build that relationship. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of snipers out there, you've got dodgy bullets, and there's a lot of people who want to take you out and take you down. But, you know, I'm lucky I've got good support and I've weirded all that shit out of my life. And, uh, you know, that's the key to it, is you just get rid of the, get rid of the crap, surround yourself with good people, and then move forward. I mean, that's the only way to do it these days. And, you know, if you want to, I want to make people happy. I want them to put a smile on someone's face. If they're smiling, I'm smiling. So, you know, it's it's just work hard and um, and get in there. You know, no excuses. And be bulletproof, as you said, man. You got to be. You know, I, I have my moments where you get nicked and it hurts, but uh, in the end, you just you know you repair and you move on. You know, of course, so certain things affect you in this industry, and I'm dealing with some issues at the moment, which um. Yeah, quite interesting, but yeah, I won't get into those now. But you know, there's always out there someone with a sniper bullet and a sniper, you know, rifle trained on you. So you just got to be ready to avoid it. That's right, man. Well, you now one of the bands you look after is uh, Devil, you know, and they've just released the uh, video for the song uh, as as Bride's the Darkness, uh, which covers the subject of you know depression and mental illness. And uh, you mentioned in the press release for the video that a, a lot of people in the music industry suffer alone as as they don't have uh, the support like other industries. Well, yeah, this is this is the thing that's come to me, and you know, and I speak to a lot of musicians, and I've been around a lot of musicians, and it's a very lonely existence sometimes. You know, like a lot of people have to leave their families and little children for months at a time, and they develop anxiety, and then they get dark on the road, and you know, a lot of them are lost, and you know, and and, and it's something that you can't just you know turn over, roll over in bed, and forget about. You know, and I see a lot of musicians that have struggled. You know, with their demons, you know, with depression, anxiety, and other mental illnesses throughout most of their careers. And you see a lot of people come out, you know, like, you know, Max Bemis will say anything, and, you know, Craig Owens of Chiodos, and, you know, Corey Putman of Norma Jean, and all these people that sort of openly you bring it up, and it can only manifest. And it's sometimes you've got nowhere to go. If you're a sporting team and you're coming through the ranks, you, you know, the teams have got counselors, and mm. you forget, you know, and they're there to help you. But where does it, you know, I'm the same as if you're in school, there's normally counsellors there to help you deal with things, not saying it's going to work, but you've always got someone there. When you're a musician, you're silently suffering. I don't think it's a, it's, it's a very nice place to be. And, you know, I'm having rooms with Howard Jones of Devil You Know, formerly of Killswitch Engage on Soundwave last year. I know Howard's a massive sufferer. He's had a lot of issues. And, you know, and, and, and myself being an anxiety sufferer and, you know, something that you know all about and there's a mm. lot of people out there know about, they, they unless you're there, you don't get it. You know, and having someone like Howard is a big, strong, lovable guy. One of the nice people meant have so many demons. It's, it's just, we need to bring this awareness out to the public and um, we need to find help for all these people before it's too late because some of them just don't have anywhere to turn or feel like they don't have anywhere to turn. And that's that's a big issue. I mean, where do these people go? What do they do? So we need to raise awareness of mental illness in, in the music industry because it runs through from record labels to artists to, you know, people working just just within the industry. But it, it, it's not, it doesn't discriminate. You know what I mean? Mm. Do you think that's why there's uh, so much sub substance abuse in the industry behind the scenes? I think so. I think I don't think it's more of the, um, you know, more of the recreational type drug things. I think it's more a prescription drug thing now these mm. days. I think there's more playing around with painkillers and valiums and Xanaxes and Oxyrelaxes and just people like to numb themselves and get to sleep or just take their edge off so they're not thinking about it. 
you know, I'd be in the bands and, you know, and I'd see some guys, like, just walk off at the airport and just get on FaceTime and talk to their kids and have tears running down their face and, you know, they're, like, 15,000 miles from home and then they go into this closed shell and then you look at them and think, wow, you know, and I've had band members that just don't come out of their rooms, you know, like, unless it's to go to a gig because they just sit there and just on the computer or watch TV because they don't want to face the reality outside. And, you know, it's more trouble than you think it is, you know, there's a lot more. So, yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot more issues. Yeah, I think, you know, people don't realise it's, it's more rampant than they think. And I've got, you know, guys in bands that are some of the biggest bands in the world that I work with that, you know, you find out and you just think, holy shit, you know, like, wow. You know, I mean, I didn't think that person would be. So it's got nothing to do with money. It's got nothing to do with fame. It's got to do with the fact that they, their personal lives might not be, you know, where they really want it, but they have to go out and work. And, um, I just think that deals with expectation and letting fans down or if they can't get it all together, then that's when it manifests and hits them hard. You know, as you you mentioned before, you know, you've, you've had your own, you know, personal battles and you've said that, you know, you've spoken to a lot of bands that have come for you to help. You know, you know what advice do you give these guys to, to help them out? Talk about it, you know, seek help. Um, don't leave it too late. You know, I've seen some bands and some members that just get ostracised out of the band because they can't deal with with their demons, and it's it's not like you can just go and give up drinking and give up smoking overnight. I mean, it takes a long while. And, you know, obviously there's an imbalance with some people, and some people just can't adapt to situations. But I think now with people like Howard coming out and talking about it, some other people, I think that it's you know, makes people aware and I think hopefully can run down the kids that are struggling and, and anyone, you know. I mean, I worry, worry about these young band guys that tatter themselves from head to toe and, you know, put their stretches in and they're only 20 years old or something. If their band doesn't make it, well, what have they got, you know? Where are they going to end up, you know? Like, if a band doesn't make it, they're looking like that. Not, it's not so difficult to sort of further a career, you know, and that a lot of people throwing their eggs and too many eggs in the, in the basket or eggs in one basket and it just doesn't seem that sometimes it doesn't necessarily work, so... I, I just think they need to talk about it. I think they, think they really need to look at themselves, look at where they're going to be in the future, and then that's the key is to actually talk about it and seek help. There's plenty of places out there, um, like Beyond Blue and Black Dog and, you know, uh, Headspace and, you know, Men's Line and all that kind of stuff, Lifeline, that can help people through it and see a doctor. Just get out there if you're starting to feel funny. Feel like yourself and address it before it gets you. I spoke to uh, Jesse Leach from Killswitch Engage about this subject recently and his own battles. And since then, he, you know, he's had fans reach out to him. Uh, he, he's mentioned that it's it's become hard for him because he feels for his fans and he can't help everyone. It's become overwhelming. Do you do you think maybe you know more more musicians should come forward and maybe get together and you know make a documentary for awareness or a podcast or something like that to help their fans? Well, I, that, I think that could help. I mean, if they got, that's something I think Howard's doing by putting this video out. He wrote this song when he was at his lowest and to bring the video clip out, which they, um, uh, John Rockovich put the video together and John Sangy from Devil You Know found the video and it fitted perfectly the lyrics and now they've got uh, the Rock Foundation behind it and, and everything. And, and you know, hopefully it's going to really bring awareness out, you know, and people can see it and know that there is a way out. And I think by musicians like Howard and Jesse and everyone else, I think that putting together a documentary would be a fantastic idea because obviously they can't solve anyone's problems and obviously it becomes overwhelming them with people coming up to them all the time because that only probably adds to their own anxiety. But if they talk about it without having to um, be counsel themselves, which 
can be difficult because if, if you're in this situation and you're dealing with yourself and everyone else wants to talk to you about it, um, then that becomes probably even more consuming to yourself. So there's a way they can do it. Um, but again, personally trying to address it all is, is probably very too difficult. Yeah, I think it would be difficult, especially for the for guys like that, getting fans constantly. You know, you your heart would open to them, but you can't help everyone. Uh, and I hopefully, you know, some way that you know somehow, you know, these guys can come out of the shadows and work out a way to to help their fans and themselves. Maybe a web series or, or blog or something like that. I think that would be a positive thing. It would be, and if, if you look, you look at it as well. Like it, it doesn't mean that all counselling is going to work. Like we look at different options. You look at the NRL has counselling, and the team's got counselling, but six kids from the under twenties have competition that committed suicide in the last twelve months. You know, mm. and like because they worry they're going to get graded. I mean, so even with counsellors there, it, it, you know, it is, it is still difficult. It's not an easy thing. So the more awareness through different avenues and different drivers, and that is is what we need. When it is artists to come out and say, "Hey, you know, like I'm suffering like you are," and, and maybe encourage them, you know, so this is what I want to try and build on the back of this. You know what I mean? Mm, definitely. I mean, because you know, the lyrics in a lot of these bands, especially with metal, uh, it's very relatable, and a lot of it's, you know, you find that you know it's under the under the loud noises, it's a cry for help. You know, people maybe just think it's just lyrics, you know, just words in a song, but you know, you probably find that it's it's a lot deeper than that. And by the sounds of it, you know, this song, it's going to really affect some people. It does. And I'm sure we've all got albums we turn to and songs we turn to just to comfort us through um, certain times and listen to the lyrics and it pulls us back in a way. And so it's, even though it might be written on their perspective of them suffering, it can have a, a positive effect on us. And like, this guy's gone through that. And yeah, I'm listening to it at the moment. I'm down in the dumps, but it's eventually going to pick me up. So, um, you know, I, th- I think that artistic, um, you know, the artistic side of, of, of musicians to, to portray their feelings through song has a, it has a positive effect on people. Um, it's not blatantly morbid like Sashi Pumpkins, if you could say, but, <laughs> you know, when they, when, they, when they, you know, tell their true stories, people can relate to them. And um, you know, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people in it. You know, like I'm, I'm friends with a... With a guy from uh, one of the biggest bands in the history of music and when I told him I was going through my struggle he just turned around and said to me and hugged me and said you're not alone and it just sort of blew me away like how could he be suffering you know what I mean mm. so that sort of thing looks at it and you think okay and there is support there if you, if you get yourself around the right people but there also are people that want to take you down like me when I was in my lowest I had people you know take you I tried to take me out and um, in the end he made me stronger you know and that's when you find out real people, you know what I mean? You know, you're an absolute inspiration. I've said it many times, man, you know, and you you have kept me going a lot of the times, and I, I can't thank you enough. Well, we've had personal conversations because, you know, we understand each other, and, uh, you know, and, and like I said, where I was, you know, nearly two years ago, I didn't think I'd ever get me well in my life, and now I've built back up, and, you know, and, and you know, moving forward, and it's not going not gonna to stop, you know, and hopefully... You know, you'll come along for the ride and I'll always be there for you. And, you know, the same as with other people that I've sort of helped along. And, you know, it's great in terms of somebody who isn't necessarily in your life 24-7 or you see all the time and you can come for them and talk to them. And that way you 
you know what I mean? You're not there all the time. So mm. you can look at them and say, hey, man, come on, you can pick it up. So you're not like, it's good to have those people you can talk, turn to and talk to. Um, and they're not going to be judging you uh, because they're not around you all the time. And you need that sort of support, you know what I mean, as well. And, you know, and I'll, I'll always be there to, you know, pick the positive vibes up on your end. And I know you will be for me. So, I mean, that's, that counts and it means a lot to me. And, um, you know, that having those brothers in arms, as I call them, is, is, a, yeah. is a massive, massive bonus, you know. Oh man, always brother, always. Um, but on a on a positive note though, what what do you got coming up, man? You got I know you've got lots coming up, you know, with tours and stuff. But a, any anything you can uh, give us a hint on? Not really, a lot of work. But um, I'm sworn to secrecy on a few things. But you know, as I said, I mentioned those albums will be working. I mentioned those tours. Um, you know, to be able to go and work side by side my idolates really um, is one thing that's sort of massive to me. Uh, you know, and when people do that for you, and they sort of say, hey man, I want you to come work with me, um, that's things that sort of make this worthwhile. But there's plenty of big stuff coming out. The new Clue Blaster line is kind of one of the huge releases coming out. There's you know, some surprising stuff being announced, and some more big tours. You've got the Haunted and Funny coming up, and then you've got Capitated Suffocation and uh, Apex Machine Head. You know, it's just. Uh, never-ending, uh, never-ending stream, and you know it's great to see people becoming successful here, working hard, and are honest, and uh, you see them getting reaping the rewards. And so, always stuff happening now. There's a lot more behind the scenes happening too, and hopefully, be able to bring some of those the news out and those in the near future. Oh man, it's it's going to be a very exciting year ahead, I think, and it's always a pleasure working with you, man. Plenty of love for you, brother, and uh, you keep doing what you're doing there. It's great to see the show expanding and, you know, getting hits on Blabbermouth and, you know, and people viewing stuff and listening in, and you're one of the good guys in the industry. Don't ever forget that, and um, I've got you back. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks so much. Well, you know, thanks for taking the time to talk to us tonight, John, and uh, hopefully we can catch up again soon. We're going to go to that W-No track now, and uh, we'll catch up with you very soon, brother. You too, man. The beer's on you next time, all right? It will be. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Have a good night, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 